Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons, leveraging leading edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Stack the money as high as it comes. Put some in mutual funds. funds. Get to trust with the stocks and bonds. Building wealth for my son. My son. Gold bricks by the ton. Yeah. Equity, here we come. Ooh. Getting bread by the buns. Yeah. Power moves on the run. Ooh. This a different type of income. Uh. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get the hundreds then we flip done. Flip. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Ooh. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get your mind right and get some. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Jay Spencer King, and it is Sunday, November 5th, 2023, and you know what that means. If I'm talking to you on a Sunday morning, that means this is Primetime Rumblings presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and I am excited. This is a huge show. It's a huge game. Sunday night football. The Buffalo Bills are traveling to Ohio. Not that far of a travel, but still traveling to Ohio to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. 8.20 p.m. Sunday night football. It doesn't get much better than a primetime game on Sunday evening when you have two of the three best quarterbacks of the NFL on display. I think this is the perfect opportunity for the NFL to really showcase uh, two of the best talents that they have in the league and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Excited about it. NBC television crew for Sunday night football. You got Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and Melissa Stark as your sideline reporter. Let's Let's get right into it. Uh, the Buffalo Bills opened up for the first time this year. The Buffalo Bills opened up as a one and a half point underdog against the Bengals coming into week nine. However, the line has moved quite a bit. So it's gone to two and a half, down to two, back to one and a half, back to two. So I would say continue to check before the game throughout the day to see where the line is. But listen. It's, it's a lot of movement. And what that means is that there's a lot of money on this game. I don't think that uh, Vegas has a clear indication. So for those of you who aren't too familiar with betting, a lot of times the home team basically will get a three-point uh, home favorite or a home field advantage. So with the line being at one and a half points, two points, however that's moving, it doesn't appear to me that Vegas thinks the Bengals are actually favored in a way that they feel that they'll dominate the Bills by any means. They're giving them home field advantage. And I think that that speaks volumes to the team that the Buffalo Bills are, but it also speaks volumes to the teams that the team that the Bengals are. And we're going to talk about it. I think the Bengals are one of the best teams in the NFL. And I think that now that Joe Burrow is getting healthy, it's starting to show. So let's, uh, let, let's, we'll get there. But also on the money line, Buffalo opened up as, uh, Again, underdogs plus 105 on the money line while Cincinnati opened at uh, minus 125. That's a good look. Again, it's not it's not too heavy either way. But if you bet 100 bucks on the Buffalo Bills with that money line, you're going to win 105 if they win. Uh, the over under point total is set at 49 and a half points. And I think 
I think that's fair. Even if you just look at the last two games, the Bengals, or the last game, I should say, last week, the Bengals are coming off of a 31-17 to win against the 49ers, and the Bills are coming off of a 24-18 to win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You add those two numbers up, you're going to get over 49.5 points. I don't think that that's a good indication. I think if you look at the season, you can see why uh, these two teams would be looked at as potentially scoring about 50 points for the game. The Buffalo Bills are averaging 27.8 points per game. And and the Bengals, with Joe Burrow getting healthier, they're not looking too far off from that either over the last couple of weeks. So it's going to be a good game. Let's get right into it. Like I mentioned at the top, I think this is one of the games that is, at least for me, when the schedule came out, I had this one circled for several reasons. From the NFL standpoint, from a fan of football standpoint, if you're not a fan of the Bills or the Bengals, this is just a good game where you know a matchup between two of the best quarterbacks, two very solid defenses, and to me, two of the best coaches in the league. So you're going to see several layers, several layers of of matchups tonight. So coaching, you're going to see defensive matchups, you're going to see offensive matchups, you're going to see things tonight that I think makes NFL king. You know, anytime that people have the discussion, like, well, why doesn't the NBA get this type of uh, attention? Or why doesn't soccer get this type of attention? I just think when you look at the NBA, as much as I love LeBron James and Steph Curry and and whoever, Luca and all these other guys, other, all these other guys, I just don't feel like you have the same star power as you do in the NFL. And when you can line up and you have Joe Burrow on Sunday Night Football going against Josh Allen, two guys who are probably going to be in the conversation for MVP by the end of the season. It just doesn't get any better than this. It doesn't get any better than this. And this is a big game for the conference. It's a big game for both teams, even as far as their division rankings. It's a huge game. And also, so when I get done going through my bullet points for all this, I have an exclusive interview with DeMar Hamlin. We're going to talk about his his return to Cincinnati uh, following everything that happened with him on January 2nd. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure everybody remembers. Uh, it's going to be talked about all day. If you haven't read an article about it this week, I'm sure you'll see something today. NBC has already has a bunch of different things out there about his return, but we are, we all know what happened. He, after a routine tackle, seemingly routine tackle, DeMar stood up uh, and then fell back to the turf after suffering cardiac arrest. I'm speaking to DeMar today about a new initiative that he has with Abbott Technologies, where he's teaming up with them for an initiative called Heartmates, where, you know, he's he's trying to make the world a better place and, and make a lot of these things easier to manage for folks who also suffer from cardiac arrest. I think it's a great thing. So let's get right into it. And then I can bring DeMar in. We can talk about it and uh, see how it goes. So first bullet point, everybody knows every single week that I do this, you know where this starts. It starts with my man, Josh Allen. And what what I'm going to say here is, remember, if you ain't first, you last. All my real all my real movie and comedy fans know where that's from. But it's not entirely true. We know that. We learned in Talladega Nights that you can be second, you can be third. But in the true spirit of Ricky Bobby, I'm going to say I want Josh Allen to go into this game with the if you ain't first, you last mentality. I'm thrilled. After last week, we finally got a chance to see what Josh Allen looks like when he goes fast. Finally got to see it. That's all Bills fans have wanted all season. We've wanted Josh Allen to, to run more, not take hits, but run more. Wanted to see the ball spread around a little bit and, and a little bit more up-tempo of an offense. And that's exactly what we got. 
the Buffalo Bills, when they came out um, against the Buccaneers this past week, they looked very good when it comes to um, just keeping the defense on their heels. They looked good with Josh Allen being able to take anything that was given to him. I need that to be a consistent thing going forward. Not even just this week, but going forward. I've talked about Josh Allen uh, at length, any Bills podcaster, any content creator, beat reporter that covers the Buffalo Bills in any capacity, we've talked about Josh Allen at length. And the biggest thing for me is the fact that he's so good that if he literally just takes what the defense gives him, he can be an MVP every season. If you go back and you look at the, the Miami Dolphins game, you go back and look at the game against the Las Vegas Raiders. You go back and you look at just go back and look at the games where he's performed well. And you watch the you watch the film, you watch the way the game played out. And what ends up happening is he may have one or two plays there where it's a 20, 30 yard game where he makes a big play. But typically, Josh Allen is taking what the defense gives him. He's taking those little quick throws to James Cook or he's throwing to Dalton Kincaid over the middle of the field or at the time when Knox was healthy, giving a short throw to Knox there and then setting up the play action pass after we see James Cook do his thing. This is what I need to see from Josh Allen. And I'm going to tell you what, when you got Joe Burrow coming in here, you got Joe Burrow coming in. Last week, he had three touchdowns without a turnover. He's healthy again. He looks healthy. He started off the season rough with a calf injury. I don't think that's the case anymore. So if the Buffalo Bills or if as a fan base, if we're looking forward to seeing how Joe Burrow is going to come out hobbled, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to be disappointed because he's not hobbled. He's not injured. Now he's healthy. T. Higgins is healthy. Jamar Chase is healthy. Joe Mixon is healthy. So you have a healthy Cincinnati Bengals offense that came in and ran over the Buffalo Bills the last time these two teams met in the playoffs. If you go back to January, they came to Orchard Park and they embarrassed the Buffalo Bills 27 to 10. And then you look at it, Josh Allen put up this less than spectacular performance. Granted, it was 264 yards passing, so a lot of people will say, well, statistically, that's a good game. But this is where I always like to add in that context. 25 completions on 42, on 42 attempts. No touchdowns and an interception. That's not a good game. It's not a good game, especially at home in the playoffs when you're talking about all this time why we need home field advantage because of the weather, because of the fan base, because of the stadium, because of all of these things. None of them seem to be a factor. Now, there's other reasons. Again, when I add context, there's other reasons why the Bills lost that game. Defensively, we were beat up. Poyer went out in the first half. Still didn't have a, a completely healthy, fully healthy Trey White who was out there playing but wasn't who he was. He wasn't the guy that we're used to seeing. Von Miller was gone. No Micah Hyde. But now you have a similar situation where, yeah, we got Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and Von Miller is back, but now you're without Matt Milano. You're without Daquan Jones. Trey White is gone again. These are all different things that that will play a factor into how the Buffalo Bills choose to play defense against the Bengals this Sunday. It's a factor. And anyone who would tell you differently is completely ignoring. Again, it's not excuses. A lot of people will, will throw these things up here as excuses. I'm not looking for excuses for the Bills. When the Bills lose, I'm the first one to say, this is where they went wrong. This is where it sucked. This is where they need to improve. You can't improve on injuries. We always talk about next man up and we say, 
you know, it's easier said than done. So with that being the case, I don't want to depend on the defense making a huge play. I would like to see it. But I'm going to say I want to depend on the guy I expect to be MVP. So at this point, I need this to be one of those games that Josh Allen is adding to his resume, along with the several Miami Dolphins games and the 13 seconds game. I know that we lost that game, but if you look at it, it's a game that Josh Allen should be proud of. He did his part. We didn't lose because of because of the offense. In certain performances, that you, it's just a vintage Josh Allen performance. That is what I'm looking for when I look at this game for this for this Sunday night football. That's what I'm looking for from Josh. Point number two, Vaughn. It's Miller time. Last year in the playoffs, it felt like, to me, it felt like the Bills ran out of gas, right? I just mentioned it. Poyer got injured in the first half. Hyde was out since week two. Trey wasn't quite the same. Vaughn was out. What ended up happening was no interceptions for the defense. We only got one sack for a loss of three yards. And Joe Burrow was able to do whatever he wanted to do with the offense. Little to no pressure at all. They also let Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, rush for 105 yards on 20 carries. And a touchdown. So for me, this game has to be different. And, and the big thing about that difference has to be Von Miller getting back to his normal self. Now, I've been on the side of, hey, everybody, y'all got to relax on Vaughn. He's recovering from an ACL injury. It takes time, especially at his age now. It's not like he's bouncing back as a young man. This game, I need to see Vaughn. Because over the last few weeks since we lost Matt Milano, Daquan Jones, and Trey White, it seems like the splash plays, it seems like the turnover plays, those numbers have started to diminish a bit. So now this is the game where I need to see Vaughn be disruptive. Even if it's not a sack, set somebody else up for a sack. Set somebody else up to get in position to make a play. But I need it to start on the defensive line with Vaughn Miller. There's no way the Buffalo Bills are going to win this game if they allow Mixon to have 100 yards rushing and Joe Burrow to be comfortable in the pocket. I don't care what... I don't care what Josh Allen does on offense. If you give Mixon any type of hold that he wants in order to get 105 yards on the ground and Joe Mixon to move the ball up and down the field without pressure, I don't care what the Buffalo Bills do. We are not going to win the game. And then lastly, my last point here is always the fun discussion, right, of RB or wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Well, if you're a Bills fan and you listen to Josh Allen talk about Gabriel Davis, he talks about Gabriel Davis as wide receiver one B, right? He's saying he's sung his praises for years now, right? He's not a wide receiver two. He's considered wide receiver one B alongside Stefan Diggs. And there's been moments that Diggs that, that, Diggs and Davis together has looked like we got two wide receiver ones. If you go and look at the 13 seconds game that I referenced a bit ago, this guy had four touchdowns on eight receptions for 201 yards. Insane. But he's also had moments where he's been less consistent and not provided help for Diggs. I need this week to be a week that he provides help 
Because on the other side, you're going to look at what a real wide receiver one and wide receiver one B looks like in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Now, again, you're going to have some people have a rough opinion about T. Higgins for this season, but hey, he was injured. And again, Joe Burrow has been injured. So the offense as a whole has kind of fluttered up until recently. And I think I think you're going to start to see everybody who, who wants to doubt on T. Higgins right now. I think you're going to see for the rest of the season, T. Higgins is going to do a lot. He's going to do a lot for this team. I'm hoping that tonight is not one of those games that he does a lot for the team, but he's going to do a lot for the team. And there's no question of Jamar Chase's abilities. So for me, it's going to be important. Which tandem is the tandem to win? Which tandem is the one to show up for their quarterback? To me, it's very important that the Bills receivers show up for him and not just Davis. I need to see Shakir have a game similarly to last week. I need to see Kincaid as a tight end, but I need to see Kincaid have a game like he had for the last two weeks. Get these receivers involved, Josh. We have to do it. So I need to see Josh have an efficient, good game. I need Von Miller to make a difference and be disruptive. And then I need to see which wide receiver core is going to show up for their guy. Those are my three bullet points. And because of that, I'm going to lead to this score prediction. I got the Buffalo Bills winning over Cincinnati in Cincinnati, 31 to 20. Take it. Take it. They're giving you. They're giving you money for the Buffalo Bills right now. You're, they're, they're, it's plus. It's plus money for the Bills to win. Take it. Take it. I said this this summer when I did my schedule prediction, so I'm gonna say it again now. The Bills were gonna have bumps in the road early. It's too many new parts. Uh, you let go of some guys that were foundational along the way when it comes to what this team is, and and now you have some new faces. So it's gonna it's gonna take some time. But then I also figured out they're gonna they're gonna get it figured out at some point midway with the offense, and that's what's happening. Now the key is for the next several weeks, start getting healthier for the playoffs. We added some key pieces that we think can can help out when we go into the playoffs. But I also think that this game is going to be the game, like I mentioned earlier, that Josh Allen is going to establish himself amongst the conversationalists in the national media. This is my year for MVP. And a win on Sunday over Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals will have all of his season statistics dominate the news cycles for the entire week. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be amazed at how efficient he's been. He's he's leading the league in, in completion percentage. He's leading the league in virtually every statistic out of play action passing he's leading the league in touchdowns total touchdowns passing and rushing combined he's leading the like josh allen is just that dude he's that dude so let's be real about it tonight josh allen and the buffalo bills are gonna do the damn thing and they're gonna show up and they're gonna beat the cincinnati Bengals. let's go Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay segment presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's make some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. All right, now y'all know what that means. Y'all know what that means. It means it's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay. Last week, Against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I dropped a parlay on y'all that, that every single leg hit, and I made some folk happy. I made some people some money. Got a bunch of DMs, got a bunch of text messages about how y'all was happy about it. Let's double down on it. Let's do it again. So every week when I do pregame rumblings, DraftKings Sportsbook and myself, we link together and we put this together and they throw it up on the app. They throw it up on the website. So when you go to log in, you don't even have to build it. Just go and look for the King's Ransom same game parlay under the Bills game. And you could just go ahead and, and pick it and select it. So let's go this week for three fifty five plus three fifty five. That means for every hundred dollars you bet, you will win three hundred and fifty five dollars. I think that's a good deal. Again, it's not a guarantee. I don't hit every week. But I do, I, I seem to do pretty well when I'm talking about my Buffalo Bills. So let's go. Plus 355. Buffalo Bills to record a sack. Yes. Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns. Yes. Gabriel Davis plus 60 yards receiving. Yes. Give me the coins. I'm going to tell you what. Again, this is not a guaranteed hit. But based off of everything that I just talked about, when you go through my article and you go through this podcast, I'm thinking Von Miller is going to have a day. The Buffalo Bills are going to record a sack. I'm thinking Josh Allen has to come out and play fast. He wants to go fast like Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. 1.5 passing touchdowns. He's going to do it. And then after Diggs, we need these receivers to show up. Which team is going to have the real wide receiver one and wide receiver one B show up? Gabe Davis is going to be that wide receiver one B tonight. 60 plus receiving yards. So, Three-leg parlay plus 355. Head over to DraftKingsSportsBooks.com and look for the King's Ransom same-game parlay. Buffalo Bills to record a sack. Josh Allen, one-and-a-half passing touchdowns or more. Gabriel Davis, plus 60 yards receiving. Let's get it. Hey, football fans. The season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Demar, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Can't complain. I'm doing amazing. Yeah, man. I tell you what. Um, your your story is is 
is one that I think everybody, when they hear you say you can't complain, I think we take it to heart and say, you know what, the, the stuff that we feel like we might want to complain about, let's just not. And that's where I'm at with a lot of things, man. And I just want to say before we get into this, I appreciate you and I appreciate everything you've been for Buffalo and, and really just for, for the country, uh, you know, just with everything that's been going on. Let's get right into it, man. So you got something special happening and um, you've teamed up. And, and you have with Abbott Technologies and you have something going on about Heart's Mates, Heart Mates program. Can, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for, you know, all the kind of words you said on the, on the intro, man. I appreciate it. It means a lot. But here with Abbott, I'm partnering. We're creating the Heart Mates program. And it's a community of support for people impacted by cardio situations. And really, it's about creating that community for people. Um, pretty much like how I have my football team. We're creating that team in the in the heart space, uh, you know, where people can share their stories, have people that they can talk to and reach out to that may be going through the same thing that they're experiencing. Um, and I think that's something that truly helped me along this journey of getting back to playing as well. Um, someone I want to point out specifically is Murphy Jensen, tennis player, um, who I, I met him in D.C. And, you know, he was just so genuine and anything that I was experiencing and going through, he was there for me. He was able to to tell me 10 light years ahead of everything that I was going through. And it, it helped me so much on my journey of getting back into playing and getting back, you know, in the camp, those type of things, man. So just to be able to create that community for everyone, you know, in the same space that I am, uh, I think it's so imperative. And I think it will be so impactful. Well, and you know what? It was actually surprising to me to find out, like, obviously we know about all the, the craziness that people will say, but I actually was surprised to find out the rate that cardiac, or I don't even know, I guess, how to word it, but how many athletes suffer from a cardiac event, uh, whether it be, you know, on in any way. And so for this program, it's going to help a ton of people. So how can um, other people, where do we go to get more information or, or um, you know, just so we can get this information out to more people? Um, so heartmates at abbott.com. That's where, you know, we're building our team and asking people to submit their heart stories or nominate someone for heartmates there. So that'll be the platform. That's where we're going with. Okay. So uh so we're gonna make sure and also what I'll do is I'll put the the website there in the in the comments. So when you listen to this by podcast or if you're watching this, you can just look down in there in the in the description and you can get that. Um look, I think it's I think it's great that you're being an ambassador for this. And like I said at the beginning, the reason why I think it's great is because now your name is synonymous with with um, you know, a comeback and it's synonymous with being a winner in that way, man. And I just think it's great because there's so many young people who I've spoken to over the last year now that now DeMar Hamlin is the first name that comes up when they think about being a winner and they think about surviving, man. How does that make you feel when you hear stuff like that? It feels amazing. It really does. Man. It's, it's something that, you know, you work your entire life and you, you know, you strive to, you, to be, you know, and I had a different plan of making it there. I had a different a route. But, you know, God chose this one for me and, you know, he allowed me to to be an ambassador in the heart space and also have that same impact you just spoke on of being a uh, someone that when you think of winning and someone when you think of coming back, getting back up on your feet. And that's that's something that I can't even dream of. That's a that's a, a, a very good life accomplishment for me, you know, so. With that and with all the love that was paid my way, man, I'm just super excited to 
to continue to pay it forward and keep continuing to be a, a leader in this generation and just showing people a different way of doing things. Yeah, man, I laugh when you when you when you first said that though, because my grandmother really, I think everybody, and my aunt Pearl used to say all the time too. Uh, you, you know, you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plan, you tell him how you're gonna get somewhere, and and like you said, you had a different plan of doing it. I'm sure. Um, I think we all probably did. In my mind, I was gonna be you. I'm gonna be a football player. I'm out yeah. here. I'm a nope. I'm I'm on this podcast, but it's okay. You're still making you an know? impact. Yep. And that's and that's what it comes down to. You gotta you gotta be grateful with with how God puts you in the place that He puts you, man. So. You talk about your teammates and you talk about how, you know, you have that with both sides of it. I did after um, after the season was over, I did actually have a sit down with Jordan and he and he mentioned just just how I guess the teammate aspect of things, you know, made such a difference for the team and for you. Um, so when we're talking about this Heartmates program, another step that I guess that I would like to actually highlight on this when people are submitting their stories and, are, and they're nominating you know, someone else for to be a member of the Heartmates team. How, how um, aside from obviously being recognized, how else um, will this program, you know, how else will this program put them in a position to, to be a part of a team that's bigger than the people that they see on a day-to-day -day basis? So one thing I actually think is unique with Abbott. So next year, Abbott will host a draft day, like the oh. NFL draft. Yeah, it'll be like a draft day to where like we will welcome and like we will welcome our new heartmates teammates. So I think that's that'll fire. be super cool. I think that'll be, you know, creative and innovative in this space. And, you know, that's why I'm super, super excited about the partnership because I'm all about like ownership and being involved and being creative, being innovative and find different and new cool ways of, of doing things in a space that's probably already been here and people have been doing the same things operating in the same ways, man. I think it's, I think it's imperative. 2023 world's kind of changing as you see it, you know, so mm -hmm. being able to be innovative, creative, cool about things. I think that's the way the world is trending. So, you know, to be able to be me and who I am in the heart space is like, it's super cool to me. It's, it's like, you know, it's like probably like the newest, coolest thing that I have going on of, of being able to be me, myself, more Hamlin of, you know, just, all the things that make me me, you know, not even my story, but just to make me me as the person outside of my story, um, mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, be an ambassador in the space and bring all the cool things that come with me into the space. And I'm, I'm super excited about it. No, that's dope, man. When you, like, I can only imagine that, like, so young people and I, I guess anybody alike can, can participate, but I mean, I can only imagine being drafted you know, but th that would just be such a cool feeling for a kid. So that's awesome, man. And and what you mentioned about outside of the story, but also just who Damar is, I think I think that's reason why um, after all the media and all, after everything kind of died down, I think that was why everything to me was so amazing because your your impact and your reach was more than what the story is. And I think that's what this is going to highlight. So um, you know, um, there was a, a lot of love given to your your mother's charity as well. Um, how how is everything going with the mother? Is the daycare? Is it? I forget exactly how. I know it was several ways that we donated, but I so, just yeah, yeah. So alongside the foundation, you know, people that were in my community, some of the Steelers, Levi Wallace, Trey Norwood, some of those guys, um, they had donated toys to my mother's daycare as well. You know, while I was you know going through the toughest times of my battle, um, you know, that just goes to show, you know, just being a good person in the community um, and then just having brothers and having teammates. Um, 
two of those guys specifically, I mentioned Levi Wallace used to play with mm -hmm. us for the Bills. He was someone that I would lean on as a as an older brother and as a mentor um, and that has walked the journey. You know, he's he's gotten to this league undrafted, walked on to college, went to Alabama, came into the league undrafted, and now he's in year whatever, you know, playing for a new team, getting a new contract. And also Trey Norwood, someone who I was on the journey with, you know, we met in pre-draft process and then we played at the senior bowl together. So, you know, it's just about having that band of brothers that football creates and those teammates that you, that you become close with along the lines and you just being good to them, just being, just being a good human to them. You know, they, they just paid it back to me in the time of need and I'm, I'm super appreciative for them and I'm super thankful. Man, you mentioned Levi. I have a similar experience with him um, and Jordan. Levi is probably one of the nicest, most kind, real men that I've met doing, you know, this, that God has, you know, he's blessed me to meet. And uh, I was actually with Levi Wallace the day of the shooting at Tops. And my Aunt Pearl was one of the, was one of the victims. And I was with Levi when it happened. And he and his mother and, and Jordan and uh, there, there was, uh, there was actually, it was a few people there that, that you would know, but um, the way they embraced me and the way they kind of looked out, I 100% already know the type of love and care that they gave you, man. Shout out to yes. Levi. Shout out to everybody that you Shout mentioned. out to Levi. Shout out to Levi. Yeah. Shout out to all those and, guys. Man. And Terrell Edmonds, I remember seeing him. And I remember yes, like, I mean, Terrell, it's just, yep. That's my brother. Just shout out to everybody, man. It's, it's, it's been a good thing. So before we get on out of here, man, let's wrap it on up with, with uh, one more question about it. For you, what is the goal, like the end goal? So at the end of the day, when when people look back and say, Hart Mates and DeMar Hamlin, Abbott and DeMar Hamlin. What do you want people to remember about this initiative? I want people to remember the impact that we are creating in this heart space um, and specifically through the community um, to be able to create that community for people to just be able to speak their hearts and just, you know, get whatever guidance that they need on their journey. You know, it's a it's a it's a lonely road, you know, having heart issues, whatever it may be. And we're all unique in our in our in our own different ways. But to be able to have that community where we can come together and you know feel protected and, and feel united, I think that will be everything in the world for this right here. You know, so to create that community for 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 people that can feel alone in a world, you know, of millions of people, I think that'll be the the biggest difference. Man, well, if you can create a bigger impact than the one that you already have, then I mean, I I don't I don't know what word I can use to describe it, but man, you are you are a godsend. You are impressive. I thank God that you're a member of my favorite team and of my thank favorite you, man. community, man. It. And you know, I wish you well and God bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good one. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly.